Hey everyone, this is Black Man Right World, and I am Mike Thompson. And I'm Grant Harvey. I'm glad we're back. Uh, oh my God, we're back again. <laughs> Actually, wrong wrong group, because we, we're going to talk about some pop culture, but I don't want to talk about Backstreet Boys, we're going to talk about the other one. But, or basically, yeah, mostly just a little, They gave me a little, uh, a little... A little sprinkling of flavor of what that's going to be a little a little hint a little little tiny bit of a precursor to that whole drama so i'm excited to dive into it yeah it's been a busy week or not a busy week a busy month just for like tell-alls and memoirs and sharing just some juicy tidbits about america's you know favorites in regards to like certain male celebrities but uh and how they're not how they're not that perfect but honestly um, 90s celebrities maybe that's the uniting factor between both of them huh what justin timberlake and will smith yeah well i mean big they, they, 90s celebrities they definitely have kind of moved beyond just the 90s they're like 90s 2000s as well yeah we're talking about deep tell-alls we watched a movie called talk to me that was scary as hell and we're in the middle of october deep spooky season what are your thoughts uh well i mean because we had to do a halloween like some kind of halloween thing because we can't go the entire month without giving some respect to scare culture and creepy culture so we yeah we watched talk to me which is like an a24 movie but yeah we watched that movie which was crazy to watch like midday but it was scary i've been kind of putting it off because i had this whole plan to watch it with some friends and stuff but i was like whatever i'll watch it now for the sake of the podcast but we watched that but then also yes this month has been very busy for just so much gossip and and juicy pop culture content like obviously through my job i spend the majority of all my time just on twitter instagram you know google just being nosy as hell all up in everybody's business but it hasn't even been that difficult this month because when you when it comes to taylor swift and travis kelsey when it comes is that how you say his last name uh when it comes to that's how uh, people are saying it so i'm guessing um then it comes to britney spears and her tell-all, she got a memoir out um, called The Woman and Me. Then we have Jada Pickett-Smith. Well, I don't know, the, the hyphen Smith might be questionable because some juicy tidbits came out that she's separated, but you know, legal separation doesn't mean you're divorced. So people need to understand what that means. But yeah, so she had her book out and she's on a book tour. She's walking around telling everybody everything. I think even Carrie Washington might have a book out too, but my bad to Kerry Washington because I disrespectfully know nothing about it because I feel like the, the drama and the tea might be uh it's not probably as celebrity related, you know, like it's probably just revolved around her. It doesn't have Will Smith and just some Timberlake in it. So I'll have sidebar is Carrie Washington uh, married to or dating anyone that we would know, like in the celebrity world? I see I don't know. Okay. When I think of who she's married to, all I, or like her relationship, all I can think about is that guy with like the dreadlocks on Saving the Last, Save the Last Dance, who's like the baby daddy. <laughs> but that's not like her real life relationship. So uh, yeah, like, I was just thinking of the guy from Scandal, the president. 
Yeah, I'm like Fitzgerald. So yeah, there's just so much juicy gossip. We're gonna talk about that. Um, but first, I just kind of wanna. I mean, what is what have you been up to since I last seen you? Well, we uh, we got into Dungeons and Dragons last night. That was cool. Oh yes, that was tight. I okay. So everybody's playing. We got we have, you know, people who've been on the podcast before. Be like our old roommate Kane. He have his girlfriend Sydney, who's also my old roommate. Um, and we have Lizzie, me, you, and Augie, who's also another old roommate. Basically, it's just like all old roommates. And you but, and Augie were on the show together. So oh yeah, we like, may remember we him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and that is such a like fun peak old nerd thing to do like <laughs> everybody's like well we're in our 30s but you know and everyone gets older it's like you start doing like you know pinochle and bridge or something things like that but our generation is like not pinochle we're gonna play dungeons and dragons so that's yeah. uh that's a fun thing to do we also saw the heiress tour movie oh i completely forgot about that i'm i've become a full swifty well you are you already on a level of disrespect because I can't believe you forgot. I have listened to the set list. <laughs> not you, not you glaring at me. I was uh I listened to the set. I listened to the set list probably what five times already? I have listened to every song of hers multiple times. Um every, damn, in the vault. Damn. Every no, every song from the Aaron's tour, I should clarify. I'm I'm I still need to get into stuff that's beyond um what she included on her like like basically her best greatest hits, right? It was Eras Tour and for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. So I've so I've heard all of those and I've listened to them multiple times. I've not dug into the greater discography, let's say, but I wake up every day with a different song of hers stuck in my head. <laughs> like I wake up literally thinking the lyrics. I don't know if you've ever had that before, but that's what happens to me. It's some songs like Champagne Proms I think about like every day. I don't know why. But the yeah, you so I got I go on Spotify because like if you go in there, people already like put together like the set list that's directly from the show, um, from the concert, and somebody mm. and some people have it where they have all the vault songs included on there from every city, you know, that because they were different, like mm. the surprise songs or whatever. That's not vault songs, surprise songs that she like included, you know, on that acoustic part. Yeah, um, so it's a playlist of all of those. Yeah, so like uh I just been listening to that. That was a it was a pretty cool experience. So that was awesome. Um, I highly yeah. recommend anyone see the movie. The only reason I forgot we saw it was because I was working backwards in time. You know, you and I we watched Talk to Me today. We played Dungeons and Dragons yesterday, and then on Thursday we saw the movie. And yeah, it's awesome. Like I could definitely say without a doubt, I was thinking about going to the concert, and the movie was way better. In terms of like price to value that you get out of it <laughs> like paying twenty dollars essentially to see the movie versus paying four hundred dollars minimum for a seat that wouldn't have been facing the stage and wait so we went to we saw it this last thursday yeah why do i feel like we saw it like a long time ago because time is a flat circle <laughs> i guess yeah i guess it will be like almost a week ago but yeah, yeah. that that's crazy. Yeah, great. I I used to be in denial that I was a Taylor Swift fan, but I am very much one because even at work, it's like 90% of my content is like, this is what Taylor Swift is doing. I, I have to tell you, like, I have a confession. I read a BuzzFeed article 
not written by you, unfortunately, that broke down all of the reasons why Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were like made for each other using like cherry picking Taylor Swift lyrics of like things that could be reverse engineered applied to Travis, <laughs> like like the the song 1989, right? Um, and she wrote some song way back in the day um, that was like about 87 and 89. And like his jersey is 87. So therefore, like they're connected in some way. And like all of these like very silly um, readings of songs to try and like say that, you know, she has predicted him. She has manifested this relationship over the years and that therefore they're destined to be married. <laughs> um, see, I'm not that kind of fan. Like I need to, I have to draw the line somewhere. It's, <laughs> that, was, the, that, was, that was a bridge too far for me. When I was done reading that, I was like, that was pretty silly. Yeah, but. not to knock like the people at my job that do create those you know that type of content because I would, but that seems it's very entertaining. I I highly like it. I gladly give BuzzFeed my ad dollars. So much work. Um, it yeah, it's been just an interesting time. Just oh, SNL's back. I've been watching that. Have you been catching up on that? No, I've actually forgot about it. You're so disrespectful. The Pete Davidson was hosted, and then Ice Spice was a guest. Uh, that was like two weeks ago. Is he not on it anymore? No, he's not on it. Wow. He left a while ago to do, and he did like his show, Butt, Butt Kiss or whatever. Um, hmm. Yeah, but then the next week, Bad Bunny was the host and the singer. And it was it was interesting because, you know, English is his second language, and it's not like his second language, like as in like, you know, I don't know, Javier Bardem or something. It's like his second language as in like, he likes he's learning he likes yeah. to speak Spanish. Um, so yeah, it was it, it was kind of cool because he was the head subtitles and stuff, and they played jokes with that. And Pedro Pascal came on to like translate for him one time. <laughs> I, I but, did see a headline that was saying that he asked Pedro Pascal for help with his monologue, which is like yeah. sure set up for a bit. Yeah, he just came on there and was like, Oh, what he said is I love Pedro Pascal. Uh, so it's like <laughs> they were both just talking about how hot they were, and I was like, I like it that they're just leaning into that. That's hilarious. But Mick Jagger was on there and Lady Gaga. It was random. Well, I guess they but, don't. Well, actually, I don't know. Why? Why were they on there? Just to be relevant? Rolling Stones just released a new album. There we go. Okay. The promote. So, it, yeah. They think they had like a secret show or something and Lady Gaga was at that secret show performing with Rolling mm. Stone. And then they must have just been in the same building and they were like, fuck it. Let's do SNL. That's fun. I like that. That's yeah, I feel like that's how ninety percent of the cameos happen. Yeah, they're just people hanging out in New York. Yeah, because even the weekend before that, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift made a cameo on SNL. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Was it adorable? Uh, it was cute. He like she she announced Ice Spice for her cool. like, performances, and then Travis. He like appeared in a sketch that was making fun of the NFL being like secret Swifty fans. <laughs> so it was cute. That's great. But yeah, the main thing that has been taking up my time are the memoirs of Britney Spears and Jada Pinkett Smith. That's right. So, well, actually, let's start with Jada Pinkett because Jada Pinkett. Her book came out first. So she 
had this book come out called Worthy. Uh, and it's like a memoir about her life and it's detailing like all of these experiences that she's had growing up, uh, her entry into fame and, and stardom, and then even kind of like her relationship with like Tupac, because she was homies with Tupac for a long time. She was on TV shows and movies and stuff like that way before she got with Will Smith. Then she got with Will Smith, they had children, and she talks about like their relationship and the family. But she's been on this like book tour. And before the book even dropped, she's been just doing interview after interview after interview. And obviously, like everybody's like getting annoyed and frustrated with it. But I I like the tea. So I'm I'm like fully interested and invested in hearing Jada Pickett's juicy drama with Will Smith. Like I'm like, they should release this book, and then her and Will Smith should do a biopic and star in it themselves. Oh my um, gosh. That would be very right? meta. Because yeah. they had they they don't even look like the, they aged in the last 20 years, so they could do it. They could literally play themselves throughout the eras. Yes. Eras uh. as in Taylor Swift eras. I swallowed two Advil and I feel like it is it's like just chilling in my throat. Ooh, I don't like that feeling. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, am I dying? See, it's because we watched Talk to Me. <laughs> no. They're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. Oh gosh, we'll get Curse. there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get talk there. to me about talk to me about Jada Pinkett Smith. So what? What's the tea? What's what revelations yes. do we not know about her? As well? well, I know a lot of the stuff already because they she talks. They talked about it on Red Table Talk. They talked about it in Will's book. Like it's not out of nowhere but apparently so, was, so he had a book that came out before hers right yes okay his book was the was the call just will because he's I'll look like, it up because so, he's modest <laughs> did you did you cover that one at all for work no that was before i think i even worked at buzzfeed mm. but i read his book and it was all right but he definitely like tried to like he didn't get that gritty. He could have got a little more in depth, but I feel like he was still trying to save face. Because he's like, I want to be Hollywood in man. It's like, boy, just tell your truth. Yeah, I feel like that's the problem sometimes with bi- biographies that people write about themselves. Is it's like you're still trying to like paint it a certain way because you don't want to jeopardize your bag. Makes sense. But it's like, what bag are we jeopardizing nowadays? Like I'm, I'm confused at what the standards are because we gotta call people out on their bullshit now. If people say that someone's sharing too much information or that's not ladylike or that's not gentlemanlike or that's not uh, representative of an American family and all this other shit, I'm like go fuck yourself. Because Donald Trump, he has broken that whole like that that entire system of bullshit that holier than thou. We have to, you know, be a certain way and portray it a certain way to be a Hollywood starlet, to be a Hollywood A-lister, to be the the ideal American person. Like he broke that. Because you still, still don't you still don't think Will Smith is treated differently than Donald Trump is? I think everyone is being treated differently than him because we're holding everyone to these crazy weird standards. Right. Still. And I, that's what I'm saying. I just don't get it. Like at this point, if Will Smith said that. Uh, he smokes crack, we'd be like, okay, cool. Like, it didn't really affect your acting, except for a couple movies that we didn't like. But, cool. It might make like, you rethink the slap situation. Yeah. It might make us more forgiving. <laughs> but it's, it's, I'm just saying that, like, 
we can't like let someone be run for the like the most coveted job in the world and then also and he's like a nut job um donald trump and then like other people like jada pinkett's like i'm just going to share a couple things about my, my past and everyone's like how dare she like that's so out of pocket for her to do that and so um you know professional it's like let's okay. get specific about that so what did she share and what did what was the reaction to what she shared well she shared that they were separated for six years i think and so they were separated actually during the time that chris rock made that joke oh um, but the thing is about separations is people get separations all the time they're staying still married still have a legal name still sometimes live together it doesn't separation is not divorce but so is this like, is there an actual legal uh term like is there some sort of paperwork filed to make it a separation or does separation just mean you're technically not together as far as your um you and the couple are concerned like i, I think there's i think there's a legal i think there's like there's there's definitely like a legal legality to it i'm gonna look you that up. Just, that's interesting you don't just separate because you like want to be like you are like because you say so. It's like there's other steps to it, but it's usually like the step before the divorce. Because if so, you if you because the divorce doesn't happen in a day, right? So in so California, in so. California, which is where they live, right? Sure. So in a legal separation, you stay married, but the court divides your property and debts and makes orders about financial support yeah so. it's like it's, it's definitely like a placeholder because people will get that in place of because divorce it hasn't happened yet it's a final yeah final. i see so a spouse files a petition pays the filing fee serves the petition on the other spouse and then the file and, and file financial disclosures with the court wow so it's a pretty legit process yeah but it at the end of the day it's like cool like I don't understand why that was such a deal breaker when there's some celebrities out here who have been married like 12 times. Like, <laughs> like, let's calm down. Let's, let's like, we, we have these, we have weird outrages and frustrations about weird things. And like, people are on Twitter mad about it. I'm like, you're on Twitter though. The whole point mad about someone else's legal separation. Yeah. Or you're just mad about like oversharing of celebrities on Twitter. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Isn't that the whole point? It's the gossip like trade. So yeah, there people were just frustrated about that. And then I guess she's going around saying that her first her true love was Tupac. Um, so people were weird about that because they were like, that's awkward. Like Tupac and her never really like officially dated. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, and then everyone's like saying that's disrespectful to Will and like they're making her, she's making him look like a cuck again. Mm. And because there's also the Alvis Alcina situation that was like the entanglement, but they That's both right. they were separated during that time. They also Will Smith was also seeing other people at that time. So like, it's not like it's not like he was at home with the apron on, cooking muffins for the children, and then she was like, "Okay, husband, I don't want to be with you anymore. You just stay here, and I'm gonna go have fun and party." It wasn't like that, and people need to stop trying to make it like that. So. It's just, yeah, it's interesting double standards when I when certain men do wild things. Like I, I said Nick Cannon, I think, probably earlier. But like his life, Nick Cannon's lifestyle, not to just throw him under the rug like that or under the bus like that. But <laughs> it's just like that level of like, you know, freedom to to have children with whoever 
and multiple moms and multiple babies and stuff. And it's like almost, it doesn't affect his bag at all. He kind of just continues going about his business. Um, and everyone's like, he's still a great father. And all this stuff like that. It's like, that's wild. If a woman did that, ooh, wow. They would tear her up. Like, imagine, mm. uh, like, well, one, she couldn't have them that close together because physically <laughs> we can't do that. Men can have nine babies at once because they don't have to do anything. But still, even if it was over nine years and she had nine children, everyone would be like, wow. So it's like, it's just, it's just frustrating that I feel the same way about Jada is that like Will's book came out, people kind of said, cool, whatever, moved on. He got a couple more big roles like King Richard, um, Emancipation, all these things like that. And, and you know, and then he slapped a shot of Chris Rock. Like all that happened after his book. But then I feel like Jada Pinkett, it's like she releases her book and everyone seems kind of like, at least, the audience seems frustrated, the fans. As far as it comes to the media and me and people like us, we're eating it up because <laughs> it's content. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a weird double standard. I think what else did she say? Well, oh, she also said, I guess Chris Rock at one point tried to like get with her or something. I don't know. I need to, I need to read the book because I've only been living off of like little passages. But mm. yeah, apparently like there's something deeper to the Chris Rock her and Chris Rock's relationship. Uh, or at least Chris there always is when a guy is publicly mean like that, you know, or poking fun at someone. It's I feel like there's always some something that happened behind the scenes. She also said she thought it was um, a prank at first, which I shocked me. Oh, what, what? that what him slapping him? Yeah, I was like, girl, what kind of prank is that? Because uh, he's like a shot on you. So I don't know if that, like, they're not like. If it was a prank, I would hope it would be funnier. Yeah, because I know one was laughing. So it, it just, like, her book, I'm excited for it. But the main event for me, because, like, I already read Table Talk, like, Jenna Pickett has a whole, she had a whole talk show talking about her feelings, you know, and she, she kept going into it all the time. She basically walked around looking like the, you know, the, last king of you know tibet or whatever the hell i don't know, you know i have I to stop you real quick i just had the very, the very first headline jada pickett smith announces she's pregnant with chris rock's baby <laughs> this is this is the onion okay this is satire but like that's hilarious that that is the first thing that pops up See, that's where, that's how far it's going now. Is that they're saying she says so much stuff, everyone's like, she's gonna tell everyone she's she is Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, actually, she like takes off a mask. <laughs> All right, what's the main event for you? And the main event for me is Britney, Miss Britney Spears, because mm. the thing about Britney is, unlike Jada, which I was saying, Jada had she had a talk show, right? She's been mm -hmm. she's been bumping no gums for a hot minute but uh miss britney britney jean spears she has been on conservatorship and hasn't been able to talk about shit forever right like, for the longest time for as long as i've known her since i would i've known her i've been watching her because she's a little bit older than me so i've been watching her kind of right at the beginning of the britney of her britney spears pop star the, the mickey mouse club i had caught that later but i was so little they were just like cool big kids to me when I saw like right. her and Justin and Christina. I was like, oh, the big kids are so cool. They can sing and dance. But when she did Hit Me Baby One More Time and did all of that, I was like, I followed her all the way through all of that. 
And it seemed like that entire time, the narrative was all, it seemed very manufactured. Like mm. it was labels. It was her dad. It was her, her management. It was, uh, but is it Barbara Walters or Katie Couric? One of them, but it's like, it's just talk show hosts. It's, it's news, it's media. Like they were driving the narrative. Like, and so now Britney's book coming out, she's saying, this is all coming from her. And it's like right. one of the first times that we get to hear all the juicy tidbits. You know, sometimes she popped off recently since the conservatorship has ended. She popped off and kind of cussed out her 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 dad, her little sister, uh, Jamie Lynn. She says she ain't shit. She <laughs> she she uh, wow. she she talked about a couple people not being shit and stuff like that. But this book is like a culmination of all of that. And so I I was just excited. I already am basically done with the book in a day. Which wow. is wild. Yeah, it's crazy. But she some of the big bombs she drops is like she was pregnant with Justin Timberlake's baby at one point. She got an abortion because they were Whoa. young. Well, like that's back big. In, right? Back in like denim time when they were dressed in the denim, there was a baby in there. Then what the hell wild. It makes you think about certain music videos completely different. And, yeah, what was that one when you mentioned earlier? Uh every time. At the end, like she like is she like basically the character in the music video like kills herself because she has like a diff- like trouble with her boyfriend, husband, partner, whatever. But then at the end, she's like in the hospital walking and she sees like a baby born. And I, I used to think that was like oh like an angel like the baby's born after this lady killed herself. But I was like oh I don't know now it's getting it's getting heavy it's getting hot and heavy here. But so that's just a lot. That's like a big bombshell. And then she talked about how like. Justin tried to console her by just playing his guitar while she was crying on the bathroom floor after her abortion. I'm like, not him doing like the college bro move where he's like, uh, I have my acoustic guitar and I'll just uh, play a song for you. It's like, I didn't even know Justin can play guitar. So, <laughs> like, wow. let alone. Um, then what else happened? She talks a lot about Kevin Federline and that mar- and the marriage to him and how he kind of like tried to uh move to get fame immediately after having a baby with her two babies by her or with her um and she found out that he had already had another child and was had a child in a way remember with Shar jackson who was in moesha and good Burger. Mm. yeah so like that's it was just it just it, it was weird because in that time i do remember always just thinking about how Brittany just felt like she was at fault for everything that happened. I was like, she she acted wild and crazy and you know, 20, was it that I is it I don't remember 20 Are you talking about the the whole baby situation? Shaved yeah, head? I don't know if it's like 2007 or something. But whenever, yeah, whenever she had the shaved head umbrella, the her relationship with her children, losing her children, Kevin Federline, Justin Timberlake, interviews, uh, when she released the album blackout and she had to give me more music video that was terrible like all these instances i remember just like almost buying into the idea that like she wasn't at fault like she was the one wild and and never ever considering how other people were involved in this and like she starts the book explaining about how her dad is an alcoholic and her dad had like he lost businesses and he had all these issues and problems and it's like they let that nigga be in charge of her, good and damn well knowing he has a terrible history. That's that's wow. what's wild. So it's like, yeah, 
he didn't he didn't he didn't come off as like he wasn't like a seventh seventh heaven dad and then took over her career mind you seventh heaven dad was shady and a sex offender too so like <laughs> yeah, i forgot about that <laughs> so so like you gotta watch these motherfuckers so i don't know but <laughs> the the it's just he was he it wasn't like he was coming off as like a like this perfect dude perfect dad and then took her career over he was like a shitty dad and then took her career over so it's like, damn, that poor girl had she didn't stand a chance against any of this. It's like, wow. you know, like they they needed they needed her to make money, and so it's just it's gonna be real interesting now because all this shit is laid out on the table. All these people are still around, like her her parents and her sister and Kevin Federline and Justin Timberlake. All these people are still like in the world doing their thing. And I think they, for so long, they kind of were like, oh, we're good, because as long as she keeps dancing with knives <laughs> and, like... <laughs> no one takes her serious. Yeah, yeah no one takes her serious, spinning in circles, but now she's like, she stopped for a second, all that dance spinning, and she was like, hold on, I gotta tell you guys something. Um, and so she, now, it's just a lot of things are out there in the open. And so I'm just excited, because I'm just like, let this please be the beginning of Britney's renaissance. Like, everything is out on the table. I want this. I want this to be your E equals MC squared or whatever. The emancipation of Mimi, like Mariah Carey had, because Mariah Carey had a melt, like a not a meltdown, but she had a moment too where where people were doing too much and acting the damn fool. And then mm. she then she came on the other side of that. And so I want I want this to be Britney's moment to come on the other side of that because sometimes they don't they're not able to have that ability to do that. They end up like Whitney Houston or Amy Winehouse and stuff like that where. Right. People have used them and abused them, and even in and they exploit their addictions, they exploit their weaknesses, they exploit their downfall to like their own benefit. You know, it's like, well, fuck it, let her, let her be an alcoholic, let her be a drug abuser, let her be this because we still making money. We the, the songs are already made. We can just keep re-releasing shit. And they don't they like, and then it, and then they end up their life. You know, they don't get to live a full life. But Britney is, you know, forties. I think 41 or something like that. She's like, she's um, Beyonce's age. So it's like, I'm just ready for her renaissance. Like, if it takes, like, what we need to happen is I want Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Taylor Swift. Uh, I'll take Janet Jackson as well because she has a connection and some beef with Justin Timberlake. So we need her in there. And she's and she's an elder, like, uh, pop pop girly. We need Mariah Carey, and I need all I need these women to get Britney together. They need to have a slumber party, like a girls' night, and they'd be like, "Bitch, we got you." And they need to get her up, get her cute, do her makeup, fix her eyeshadow, get all that fake tan off of her. Uh, <laughs> and be like, "We're gonna like, we're gonna we're gonna have a, we're gonna get you a new tour. We're gonna pop you back up. We're gonna get you. You're gonna have. It's gonna be your time. Like she needs to have like a first wives club like uh, makeover." But I just I just think it's time for her to to come out of this because I don't know I feel like it it does it does suck looking back at it how much we as a society play into the idea that like certain pop stars are harlots or too sexual or they're the problem they're the crazy they're wild like when you think think about all of the Miley Cyrus and Selena Gomez and Hillary Duff and you know. This each each and every one of these at some point we all were like oh they're being a little wild, um, and it's on them. But then right. when it comes to the guys, how much how many times have we conversations about how wild Dick Jonas was? 
How many I feel like the only person we really took to task for that was Justin Bieber. And even then, uh, he had to do a lot of egregious stuff before <laughs> people finally called him out the way that they call out some of these female uh, singers. Yeah. These the, women. I will, Justin, I will say, Justin did. He got to the point where they were like, whoa. But at the same time, he got a Comedy Central roast where everyone joked about his craziness. And made it like it was they they, they almost diminished the severity of it because they were like that's true it's, it's funny enough to just like celebrate you anyway be like yeah he peed in a bucket uh-huh and it's like they didn't they didn't give britney spears a celebrity roast and say like oh it's just like funny let's just move on he his team was like it's funny let's move on but for britney it was like no this is career ending you know it's like right. it's, it's the same thing as like if, if um i don't know who's the equivalent if like Demi Moore or Nicole Kidman or somebody had a voicemail uh tirade rant like Mel Gibson did uh they would have been ended like if Julie if Julianne Moore would have been popping off talking about making fun of like black people and say I'm gonna get a bunch of niggas to rape you and all that stuff like that like Mel Gibson said oh my God, never yeah. we never see her again but you know, Mel Gibson's chilling and stuff, doing all kinds of movies. He's on new TV shows and stuff. So it's like Yeah, it's such a double standard across yeah. so many, so many avenues of, of popular culture and business and everything. It just yeah, it seems fucked up to me. So I'm excited for, for Britney to get her moment. Yeah, I mean, this is I mean, has she done any like interviews talking about the book? Is she I don't do you know, know if she has. I don't know, cause she, see, she's also like I feel like she's in the midst. Cause when this book was written, I think she was still she was married, and doing well with Sam Ashgari or whatever his name is, mm. who's who's now she's getting like a divorce with. So so it's like another dude is like has used her. It's like it is what it is. You used her, dude. I'm sorry. Like he can he can tell any story you want to. If you married someone. She like the, the minute he he married her while she was in the conservatorship. He married her after she was already d- dancing in circles, uh, with butcher knives. Like when she was that Brittany, he already was, he already was with her. So like, there's no surprises here. So right. for you to get a sudden divorce from her now, when you when you can tell she's about to make some more money, it seems kind of shady to me. And he also is an actor and like trying to aspire to be shit. It's like, dude, come on, you're just Kevin Federline 2.0, and that's sad. That stinks, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how all these people respond to this, you know, getting called out like this. Like, I wonder what Justin Timberlake's team is thinking right now. Justin Timberlake need to keep his mouth shut. That's what he need to do. He don't need to confirm or deny. Do like Will Smith. Just sit there and nod and be like, "Mm mm-hmm, uh-huh. Just because because you didn't say that. The first article I see on here, Justin Timberlake is possibly in total chaos. <laughs> Britney Spears memoir. What a headline! Possibly in total chaos. I don't understand why he would be. He was young. Yeah. So dumb. I hate the sensational. Like it's like it's so funny because I do. I really do think about that when I'm writing headlines and I'm writing and I'm crafting the framing of certain things. I am thinking about like not making it sensa- not sensationalizing something, not making it clickbait. 
um, and not putting too much of my own spin to it, like like the most devastating uh, news about Justin Timberlake, the the evil ex boyfriend of Britney Spears, has just been released. Like I'm not going to put that out. That's not right. what the because I it just. But it's funny that even though I try to be mindful of that, it doesn't matter. And like I I look at comments and stuff sometimes because I'm I'm dumb. I shouldn't look at them, but people <laughs> people will still get like in their feelings about like what we're reporting, and they like think it's like they still think it's us trying to like bash Brittany or bash Justin or bash somebody. And I'm like, you're not reading it. You literally read the headline and skimmed through the photos. Yeah, everybody wants to be heard. Everyone wants attention. And some people go about it by just jumping on. I guess it depends on their algorithm, perhaps. Like, whatever shows up in their feed, they just jump on. You know, whatever gets them the most emotionally uh, fired up, they jump on that. And that's where they exercise their need for an outlet, I guess. Yeah, it's like the same people. Like, every time you see a video with, like, a kid in a car seat or a dog, there's always just like hundreds of people that are in there like your car seat is not like properly like buckled in and stuff like that. The kid's not safe. Or they'll be like, oh, your dog is acting like that because it's not trained actually. This is this, this. And they want to give all this advice. And I'm like, shut up. Like, shut up. Who cares? Like, watch the video, smile, laugh, cry, or be angry, and then move the fuck on. But like if you if you're angry, just put an angry face emoji. And just shut the fuck up. Like, why? How come when we laugh on like things, it's a, to like it, it's a heart. To laugh, it's a laughing emoji, and then we're done. But when people are angry, they have to write a paragraph. It's like, shut the fuck up, and just put an angry, angry face emoji and move on. I don't want to see. I don't want to see your words. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I. Maybe, I, I mean, I will say up. I'm not immune to the feeling. So a little tangent. I did write a pretty strongly worded email to uh, HBO Max recently uh, as I unsubscribed from them. And the reason was without because- Without warning, without warning, by the way, Mr. Harvey. I didn't know you were still watching HBO on my account. No, I didn't warn uh, other people who may or may not listen to this podcast who also weren't uh informed ahead of time so they also let me know i respect you though but here's the reason why i did it okay the reason why i did it is because i think ever since they switched to max because they're no longer hbo max anymore their app ui their user experience has totally sucked and i'm not the only one who thinks this many people think this i think they're going for an everything for everyone approach and they make it really really difficult to actually find anything resembling a normal schema that we're used to. So by that, I mean like like a, a normal organizing principle would be, oh, I don't know, like channels, like we used to have them or like bucketing content by genre, which everyone is familiar with. They don't do that. Instead, they give you these eight different carousels of all these things that are completely irrelevant or, or really lacking in any information whatsoever. Um, before they get get you to the channel brand at the bottom. So like there's like three, I think, featured spotlights, um, two of which are named, one of them is just not. Only one of the featured spotlights, I believe, tells you it's like different in any meaningful way by saying it's most recent. Um, so yeah. at least you know, it's like, okay, there's a recent, these things are recently released, but how is that different from any of the other things that you're featuring? Um, and, and just... 
a lot of little things like that. It's impossible to find your um, continue watching. You have to scroll down four or five times to get to it. Um, so I wrote them up a whole thing about this. I won't bother listeners with it, but I did it because I was like, guys, I've been broke as hell in my life and I'm still subscribed to this app. <laughs> like I'm doing fine right now and I'm unsubscribing because it's just bad. The only thing it I want to watch on here is diners, drive-ins and dives and no offense to Guy Fieri. I love him. I'm not going to pay $18 a month to watch it every other night. <laughs> when I can't even find it, by the way. So. Well, see, the reason why I was totally okay with it because I was like, okay, look, Succession's over. Yep. Uh, like, um, Game of Thrones is not back yet. Like, all the big shows, major shows are over and done. So I was like, okay, whatever. He deleted it. But I I agree with you. It's like, when I went on there, it was like all, it was just too much Discovery Channel. Too shit. much Discovery and I, stuff. And I get that they bought it, but like, stop it. You getting them will know that we did not get on HBO Max for that. Like, I don't want to watch this right now. But like, and it's it was just frustrating because like there was it was just scattered everywhere. Like, I don't want this new movie right next to like, you know, whatever sister wives. And I was just like, I was like this is this is a hot mess. Hot, it's hot. just really hard to figure it out. Like, okay, if you're gonna have all these different brands that you're that are in your app, you should put the brands at the top. It shouldn't be eight rows down before you finally get to the brands like yeah well, let's stay on topic <laughs> no 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 i'm i'm gonna say that that is different like yes i when you initially said you wrote them a strongly worded letter i was like oh my god karen harvey is here but <laughs> i that's fair because you're talking about an interface you're giving feedback actually yeah feedback. i literally sent them the email and i sent it to them and i was like send this to your you know product designer and and literally escalate this to the top because people are people don't like this like this is this is like a code red emergency for you guys uh, and I'm saying that as someone who you know has a little bit of product you know design experience from my time at UExec uh, building spreadsheets um, and I've and I've studied a decent amount about this read a couple books on it um, so I'm not coming out of nowhere with it and also. Um, by the way, after I sent this email, not even a day later, I kid you not, I noticed at least one of the things that I brought up was fixed. So I don't know if it was coincidence. I don't know if they listened to me, but that's all I'll say. Maybe if they're listening, they're like, I got some, I got other notes. <laughs> Be like, yeah. Put people of color in your shit and uncancel these like five shows. But yeah, it's no, it's yeah. that's fair. That's like, Cause you're giving, you're actually giving constructive criticism. I'm saying these people just complain. Like, if you would have sent a letter that says, like, "Hey, I just want to write to let you guys know, like, HBO is not my favorite. I like Cinemax or I like uh, Showtime," and then that's it. What the fuck is that? Like, whoa! <laughs> like, nobody cares. Or but, like, so I really didn't like this show that you made, and in fact, I think that whoever wrote this show stinks. Yeah. And then justice they, for this actor who wasn't in this show and they think like that's they kind ate. of what they do right on the yeah. articles i don't like you didn't eat at all like it, it sucks so I, I that's fair i will say that i am frustrated that you canceled it because okay so netflix did the, the no password sharing so they yeah. kicked me out of scott harvey's netflix and now you canceled HBO and I've been kicked out of Grant Harvey's HBO. So the Harvey family household is going to have to find a new means of reparations. 
because y'all y'all was good to go. Y'all y'all was in in the clear in the green because you guys were providing Mike Thompson with television. Uh, but now you now the household is no longer providing with television. So you guys All are right. back. We'll have to we'll have to negotiate. You know, <laughs> figure out what you're, reparations we're going to give you now. You're back in the pits of white guilt. Because you will have to give me a crunchy roll or something or like a. a uh, I have Disney Plus for the next two months, so if you want to watch that, I have that. I, I got okay. that because we were sharing it at one point, and then I was like, "Yes, you you do watch that more than me." So it was getting crazy, and I was like, "I can get that." I just because uh, it's in a Hulu package or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, the Hulu package is nice. Yeah, they need to do more stuff like that. And I think they will once they consolidate. Yeah. So speaking of this is is this a segue? Let me try to segue this. Speaking of Hulu and HBO Max and all of these services, uh-huh. we watched Talk to Me on one that doesn't get so much flack because everybody is fully addicted to it. And it's like the mm. peak capitalism. It's Amazon, Amazon Prime. So we watched Talk to Me on Amazon Prime. That's um, also a horrible app. Think about how long it took you to find that movie on there. <laughs> but Amazon, Amazon don't care because they know I'm not gonna delete it. Because it's not even like I don't even have Amazon Prime as a service. I have like or uh, Prime Video as a service. I have Amazon Prime as a service. Right. It's an add-on. So like, yeah. yeah. It so just like, keeps I'm, the stickiness for you. Yeah. They're like he wants his packages, so he can delete this shit. We can make our interface, we can do whatever the fuck we want. His ass is crack addicted to this. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Well, speaking of addiction, talk to yeah, me. Yeah, let's let's talk about talk to me. So let's talk talk to me. Um, well, first off, there. So I went to this birthday party in Vegas. Like, what is it? Three weeks ago? No, like a month ago. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyway, I went to this birthday party and I got an actual like everyone made different phone cases and it was like a secret Santa type thing where you make the phone case for a person based on a name you pull out of a hat and then you had to like we had to guess like who made them once you received yours and mine was the talk to me hand with the actual like writing on it like you can't obviously you can't see it because we're on the fucking podcast but you can hear it it's like a full hand and it has the writing all over it I'll post a picture of it on Instagram or something but um, I hadn't even seen the movie yet. So I was just like, oh, it's not that scary. Like, you know, it's cute, kind of. And then we watched the movie today. Um, what do you think now? I don't know. It's something about movies with spirits that really fucks me up. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't like playing around with spirits because if I'm going to claim, you know, being religious and stuff like that, it's like I have... I'm gonna. I admit that, like, I have a belief that these things are true in our in our reality. So, like, whether it's uh, it's not like you know Casper the friendly ghost walking around fucking talking and turning into a little boy and being like, I want to keep you, nigga. Um, but it's more like <laughs> that's my favorite line in that movie. He's like, I want to keep you, or can I keep you? I'm like, what kind of weird shit? But no, it's not that kind of stuff. It's not Casper the Ghost, but it's like I do believe in some kind of presence or supernatural or some kind of cosmic connection that people can have, whether it's like sure. just chemical, yeah. whatever. So when I watched this movie, I was like, this should be too real. So yeah, 
And it's, you know, A24 always, they always find projects that are, like, so unsettling, like, and so, yeah. Let's, so give, a very, let's give a very brief, like, explanation of the concept. So the hand that you're talking about, essentially some kids find this hand and they use it to essentially talk to a spirit and have that spirit enter their body. And they have it down to a science where if they only do it for 90 seconds, it's all good. So they kind of use it like a party drug because I guess when you use it, it makes you feel really high. And yeah, of like, course, funny videos and all that comes with it. Sorry. Yeah, because people like somebody, you know, like they'll they'll like let someone in because like think okay, they say it's a creepy hand. You put your hand on it and you say like talk to me, and then they fucking their eyes turn black and they like go into like a weird convulsion move and then they right. say let me in or whatever and then the person like the monster thing or the ghost goes into their body but and then they like sometimes the, the ghost will talk through them and stuff so like yes it's cool like for TikTok and it's cool for yeah. like to get like a, like a rush but exactly. no no like they they the it's the minute we started watching it and like they would go and like the body they would get possessed and start saying like weird stuff in a weird voice and slamming their heads against tables and flying against walls and stuff. It's like I don't see the appeal. <laughs> no. Like and I, I think the kids very quickly like, realize that like this is not okay. This is <laughs> like it's not cute. But I will say, okay, I don't know if you did this, but when I was in junior high, did you ever do the thing where like we would you press on people's necks and make them pass out. No, but I heard about it. I, I, yeah, I didn't do we that. We always yeah. did that. I didn't do it. I I did not. Well, I did not do it to people, and I did not let them do it to me. And, but like you've and been in like groups like, where they would do it. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. I remember being at a party, and it was like it was like me and you know all these different people. It was Ashley and Christine. And all you know, this and the other Ashley and all these different people, whatever, because I went to a basic at school. But they uh, <laughs> would press, they would press each other's necks against like the wall, and then they would pass out like faint for like a couple seconds, and then they would like come to. And it's basically like, the same sensation that you get from doing like whippets, wow. where they like, cut off oxygen to your brain. So like, very much which, that's which, in hindsight, like cannot be healthy for you. <laughs> No, 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 it's like, not. I don't think it's the smart to cut off oxygen to your brain. Yeah, because if you do it for too long and you're just have that person pinned up against the wall and you're just cutting it off and they like mm. are already passed out, you might just kill them. Yeah, yeah it's basically just, what is happening to a certain extent in that movie where it's like they're getting, you know, possessed for a short period of time and things go yeah. wild. Yeah. It's like ghost asphyxiation. Yeah. Totally. But I yeah, there's just I don't know. The main character is who she played by? Sophie Sophie Wilde? Yes, I think so. I'll I'll look it up while so, make a point about her. But yeah, like the, the she did a really good job. But like at the same time, sometimes when people do a good job in these movies, I like hate the character because she was just so like self-centered and unnerving. And I was just like, I cannot well, how do people watch horror movies and they like like this and get a kick out of it? I was right. like, <laughs> I was like, I'm doing this for the sake of the podcast, but I was like, I know, I felt the same way the second we started it, and I suggested we watch it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know, this shit is scary. 
Someone yeah, her name's Sophie Wilde, just to, for so, clarification. Yeah, so, Sophie Wilde. I don't know. I never sent her anything else. I didn't even know this movie was Australian, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Australian? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everyone started talking Australian accents, and I was like, "What? Why are they doing that?" <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the, there's a woman in it who is from Lord of the Rings, and you noticed her before I did. And uh, she plays the mom of one of the characters. Her name is Miranda Otto. Miranda Otto. Yeah, and so she's from you know she plays Eowyn in the Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, the Two Towers and the Return of the King. Uh, she was great. Yeah, we, we recognize her. She's like the big name in the movie. <laughs> All right, we should tell the we should tell the listeners what's going on. We're having technical difficulties right now. We're talking about spirits. I think there's a ghost <laughs> in the machine. <laughs> what happened? On. Like what internet's freezing. This is spooky. I'm scared. <laughs> 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 oh hell no i was like talking to you and your face like froze up and i was like uh, your face froze too and i was like nope this is yeah. hard though for me <laughs> but you felt the same way that i felt or i guess i should say i felt the same way you felt when we were watching it i just thought to myself why do people like horror movies like <laughs> they just terrify me watching them but then once you've seen it it does make you feel like you've conquered something. And it also makes you feel, you know, if the story is well done, like, wow, I get what that was about. That was really intense. And there's some pretty intense thematic content in this movie. Um, you know, whether you want to read into the, like, the, the, the drug, the party drug aspect, not going too far, um, or the character who we, we, you said that you didn't like. I also agree. She made exceedingly bad decisions throughout the entire movie. Um, but her backstory is very interesting as to why she did the things that she did. Um, so there is like a sense of catharsis at the end of it, but the experience, <laughs> you, you, people, people must like it because of the thrill, because for me, the thrill is not fun. <laughs> well, okay, look, check this out. Maybe it's funny because horror movies, the same reason why they like, would do the talk to me rush and like touching the hand and connecting with the spirits is the same reason why we go to the movie theaters and watch this creepy shit. Oh damn, good point. It's like we mad. did that basically. We were both like, we were like, let's take a second, you know, hour and thirty minutes or whatever to like connect with the evil spirits. So it's like, and every time those kids are doing that, we're experiencing it. It's like we're watching it. It's like we're the ones filming it, or someone filmed it for us to watch. Yeah, and we're just seeing what creepy stuff they're going to throw at us. Man, from that perspective, it's really meta and mind twisty. I don't, I don't even want to look into this, but I'm sure that you know the TikTok generation probably had some trend or some some viral trend that went on that was based off of this movie. And it's probably well, I do know there's a lot of uh, TikTok trends that are like people punching or hurting other people or defiling food in grocery stores like there's all sorts of stuff that is like oh like the licking ice cream type stuff yeah I, like that that stuff is kind of the same as as commenting you know trying to get it's just trying to get attention but like for the worst things i feel like there's other ways to get attention than to connect with like dark spirits <laughs> well okay yeah the, the, the connecting with the dark spirits is not the same i'm talking about the filming filming yeah. the connection 
They did have, I realized they didn't have cell phones in this movie, but they didn't use them in the same way that like some movies use and like bothers me. I liked how they used it. It was very subtle. Yeah, you're right. It was like they used it to call people and every now and then stuff like that, but it wasn't like, let's superimpose the fucking text message on the screen. Like, I, I was so sick of seeing that. That's really interesting. What? If there was someone you could connect to, connect with, like a talk to me, like a ghost, who would it be? I don't even want to. I don't even want to throw that out there because I don't want anybody. You don't want to No, I don't want anyone know that I'm open to this. <laughs> you don't want them getting any fr- fresh ideas. No, like, I should have to ask him to talk to me. Go, I yeah. hang out, shit, looking crazy. Like, yeah. I'm gonna say Jesus Christ. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, right. That's what my mom would say. She'd be like, yeah. "Oh, talk to me, the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ." Exactly. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's who I'm gonna talk to. And That's talk to nobody else. That's how I pick. And I talk to him every day. Yeah, it looked like it was all people like in purgatory too. Yeah, well, I mean, you could. I mean, I don't know if we want to give a spoiler warning and talk about the ending. Um, but you know, there's different ways you can interpret what happened. Um, and I think that's maybe one interpretation. Uh, no, do you want me to go on about it? I don't know. Do we, should, should we talk about the ending? How do you feel? I mean, I'm, I'm very curious to what you're going to say. So like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, like, <laughs> you got to fast forward, but. And I'll give okay. it a good plug. Like it was very good. It was very well done. The characters were great. The acting, all the kids are amazing. Um, so if you want to stop here and you know skip forward five minutes um you know please do uh please do see the movie but the ending so you know how the kids are talking when they're describing like the origins of the hand and they said oh you know maybe it's a psychic that could commune with the dead and it's that person's hand that was cut off or they said or maybe it's the hand of a satanist well you can interpret the 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 ghost that she's talking to at the end as potentially being that Satanist because he's also like been kind of uh, impersonating his mom, her mom the whole time. Um, So you could assume that maybe like they're all stuck in his like little cults underworld type thing. Um, So you can interpret it that way Um, because the the guy in the wheelchair, I felt like is actually the, 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 you know, whether he is the person whose hand it is, or he's the ringleader of these, you know, when she goes to that other world and she sees like the, other side of the ghost side, like you could think, assume that that's kind of like, yeah, because he was like he's mine or whatever. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, what I, what part of me thought, because I don't know, it's like it's like I don't know what to what was real and what wasn't. Because like she was like when she was about to push him out into the street, I was just like, what the fuck? I get that that was her idea because she realized like that's how the the kangaroo was like on his last leg but it's like did she jump herself out there or did the girl push her out there to like to save her brother it's a little vague i think you could interpret it as um she pushes she gets pushed out there because if she gets pushed out there she wouldn't be in purgatory right she'd just go to hell or something but i think she might have jumped i don't know yeah, I, like, think, uh, I think, yeah, if we play that, she, we'd be able to tell. But At least she tried to bo- take both of them out there and then the sister took, grabbed her brother at the last minute. Yeah. Because, like, I, I think, like, when I look, when I think about it cinematically, remember how the sister, like, she she kept putting her hand in danger to save her brother? She, like, oh. she, 
She put her hand to block him. She put her hand. That. She put her hand to block him from hitting the table. She put her hand. She put her hand to like console him, and he bit it or whatever when he had a second convulsion, stuff like that. So it's All like, right. um, yeah. And she obviously is like guilty because like she didn't go pick him up in the very beginning. So like she's always she's like I gotta go pick him up always now. And it's like mm. they're back, and the whole thing was like she didn't pick him up in a car. He's about to go get hit by a car. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But yeah, it just gave me very much purgatory vibes because everyone that died it was like suicide, or it looked like people who were, didn't even realize they were dead. Well, yeah, that's certainly what happens with her at the end, um, where she doesn't really realize right away until, you know, finally the lights turn off, and then all of a sudden she sees the candle and then goes to that. Which, by the way, that was the other hand, right? In Greece. Is it the other hand? It was the face yeah. of the other. Because it's like people on the completely different side of the world, you know, they're talking a different language. Um, I, I figure it's, uh, yeah, it's the other hand. Because they, they allude to that earlier in the story. They say, oh, and the other hand is just out there somewhere. So I do not like that. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Imagine there's probably like a foot out there too. Someone's like, talk to me, and they're like holding their foot. Uh, no. So, so you know, clearly you and I don't like this type of movie, but we have seen uh, Hereditary, which is like verbatim, almost very similar it's to this in name. terms of it's incredibly terrifying. It's terrifying in the way that we don't like spirits and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and it's a very dark ending. Um, she so like talk to me thing. Um, so why why did we watch this? Why do we watch these movies? What do we like them? <laughs> I I kind of do. Like it's like I like to. I, I do too. To be, I like to be scared and I like to be unsettled and it's very weird. It doesn't make any sense. Ever since I was little, my mom and dad let me watch way too many horror movies. Like mm. I've seen. I remember they let me watch Child's Play when I was like six or something. I was like, well, y'all y'all need to get your stuff together. Cause like, there's no way. Like I'm still playing with dolls. Like I don't need to be watching this. Like I was so terrified. Really, child you know, like they're you know, when you play with dolls, you might like it. Uh, I was I was so scared of it for the longest time. Like I was so scared that I couldn't walk in. If I walked in like toy stores, like really big toy stores, I would get nervous because of that. And the second one is like where the ending happens. Um, so I haven't seen any of these, by the way. Oh, you haven't seen them? Oh, we had to do like a feature, like a I, movie. Even the, the thought alone of like Chucky or Gremlins um, made me like really scared to open like a cabinet in the laundry room in my house or like in the bathroom. It's always when you think about it first, though. Like, it's not like I'm scared to open a, a, a cabinet here or there. But if I think about it first, I was like, what if Chucky was in there? Or what if a gremlin was in there? Then I open the. Then I'm like, oh, I'm shitting myself when I'm like trying to open the gap. Because <laughs> you're like, you it's know? not real. But what if the? What if I'm the one that first discovers it? Yeah, you don't know. And and I think that's one thing that's really unsettling about hereditary, hereditary, or talk to me is like, the 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 horror movies I like the least are the ones where you can't trust your own mind. That's what really scares me. Um, yeah, personally, because I I feel like I have enough self doubt and like second guessing on just normal situations that I don't need to be watching movies that like exacerbate that. Like I, I already am like, I'll, like I'll be driving my car and then like a cop will drive by near. Okay. And granted we know why, but mm -hmm. like, I'll be like, Oh, did I do something wrong? 
and I didn't, but I just immediately assumed like maybe I had a blackout and I like actually was swerving or maybe I black, like I told you this morning that uh, I've been having nightmares that like I like covered up a murder. <laughs> it's so dramatic. <laughs> I should, I should, I'm like, I really, it's really so wild. I'm like it's so wild to say this on a podcast because it's gonna like people gonna like look into it, but like I really didn't. I promise I didn't do anything. But like, no, but maybe that's it's like it's indicative of some other you know guilt that you have. Like maybe you feel guilty about not like working, not working, you know, on some project that you're supposed to work on or something. Yeah, that's like, what I think it is. It's, like, it's something like that. It's definitely like yeah. it's like my debt, my college debt. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, hey, that didn't come back. You gotta yeah. pay that now, right? It's like the, the zombie that came out of the ground, like, yeah, you murdered me. But yeah, it's like I've just been having crazy dreams like that. So it's like my I already feel my imagination is too fucking wild. Yes. For, for us to be dealing with spirits and stuff, because I will believe that shit in a minute. If you if you came to me tonight and said, Mike, um, I saw a demon and like it's coming and it's it's coming for me. And I was I'd be like, he's telling the truth. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I, I, believe, I, would, I believe such lower stakes lies that I'm so, I'm very gullible. So I would fall for the same thing. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be in a church with you, like doing a seance. <laughs> oh my god! What are your favorite horror movies? Um, my favorite horror movies. Okay, it's like the ones that it's like some of the classics. So you have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I just always liked the setting of that one because it was just scary. Creepy, it was like, yeah. It was like a real house, and it wasn't like it wasn't supernatural. And was, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it based on a real thing? Yeah, I think so. Hey, I don't like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like there's a house with like people's like human teeth and like lampshades and shit as furniture. Like that is scary. That's not uh, okay. <laughs> It's terrifying, and it's like I always imagine driving like in a desert, and your car breaks down, and then like. Okay, there was no Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was fiction. <laughs> the whole thing. It was loosely based on the serial killer um, Ed Gein, whoever that is. He was the inspiration for Norman Bates of Psycho and Buffalo Bill from Sons of the Lambs. But there was so he, but he used people's skin, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. All I know here is on Wikipedia, it says, although the film is marketed as a true story, it does not depict actual events. Um, yeah. So they could just lie like that? Okay, see, this is what... Okay. Right. I mean, it did come out in the 70s, so who knows what the rules were back then. <laughs> but to know that they just were bold-faced lying about so many things, like, makes you think about, like, rethink everything we might have learned from the past. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah. we straight up lied. But either way, somebody was getting skinned because if it inspired Silence of the Lambs and that movie, both of those movies involved human skin. Yeah. So came from somewhere. Came from somewhere. It's came coming from something. But yeah, I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Tells from the Hood or Tells Yeah, it's really good. It's like a Tells yeah. from the Crypt, but like the one with all the black people. That shit scared the fuck out of me because there was that one, they all were like based on like some loose kind of metaphor. But there was the one with the little dolls that were like mm. slave dolls. And like one of the, the funniest thing was the part where he's like, he called them little nigglets. And like, I'm sorry, that shit killed my family. We we laughed so hard. Cause like it was like a racist senator guy who like, oh, like yeah. guy, and the, the little dolls get him, but he called them nigglets. And I I swear to God, that was the funniest shit I ever heard as a little kid. 
But anyway, they like <laughs> they scared the shit out of me. Yeah, because you're watching this old stuff when you're little. Yeah, once again, once again I'm traumatized yeah. child because like I'm watching this as like eight years old. Yeah, um, fair. Shaw's play, I will say, is scary as fuck, but I do appreciate it. It is a moment of my life. Candyman. I was gonna bring up Candyman when you brought up uh, Tales from the Night. I have such a like a black pride with me, so like, yes, he scared the fuck out of me, but at the same time, I was proud that he was like in the same like <laughs> breath as like Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers and all that. I was like, yeah, he's, like, the first black like monster. Uh, <laughs> That's another one though, where like you know he's coming out of the walls and stuff, and you can't stop it. Like at least with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and things like that, there's like a a chance you got a chance that you can beat him. You know, like he's still okay, <laughs> but. The thing about Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers and all these people, like, yes, they're scary and they're like chasing people with like weapons, but no one ever just pushed them off a cliff. Yeah, or just like drop them in like a, a bottomless pit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he could, I don't care if you live forever, bitch. Climb out of this. I bet you can't. Like, <laughs> they never take I never seen, a long time. Also, never seen Jason climb or Michael Myers climb. Go to higher ground. They walk yeah. a straight line, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just like I would just pivot. We watched Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time recently, the eighties one. I don't do that. I see night. He that scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, that's a scary. It comes one. in your dreams because you yeah, don't hide like under covers, either. right? Yeah. And if you hide under covers, it's like his world. I was like, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, they, See, I don't like stuff like that. I mean, I like that one because it's like '80s and and looks cheesy, but yeah, fuck Wes Craven for that shit. He was like, <laughs> you know what? Little kids are afraid of things under their bed, and so like in their closet. But what if there was something in your bed? Ugh. Fuck you, fuck you. I like, I don't <laughs> think that shit was scary. The oh, speaking of Wes Craven, Scream. Yeah. Is like classic, and that's not granted. Like Scream is not like gory, horry, gory, horry, gory horror. <laughs> <laughs> you might have uh, coined a term there, gory horry. Yeah. Um, but it's not gory horror, horror, but it still was scary because, like, at that age, once again, I was little, but like my brother was in high school, and our friends in junior high, stuff like that. We were all like, "Damn, what if one of y'all is a serial killer?" <laughs> and yeah, you start looking at. You sort of look at any friend, like it could be the rich friend, like uh, Stu Schumacher or Stu Mocker, whatever, like the one guy, or it could be like the trailer park friend who was the other guy, Billy Loomis. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the, I like, the I'm trying to pretend like I don't know their names and I know exactly their names. <laughs> First and last. First and last. It's only because the new ones came out. How about you? I, for Yeah, for me, I tend to like the ones that have more of a you know, they use this term in industry, like elevated genre, which is like a way of saying it's like about something bigger or it's like fancy high quality or something. But I, I like the ones that do have a, a story behind them. that's like a, a deeper message, like instead of, let's say, like just the slashers where it's just about pure trying to escape from Jason or Halloween or Michael Myers, whoever. So, you know, some of the ones that I like the best is like Babadook. I thought that was really great. That was about grief, oh, yeah. you know, and dealing with grief. Um, and that scared me the first time I watched it. I think after, you know, you kind of get the gist of it. It's not as scary. Um, Midsommar. Loved Midsommar. 
one of my all-time that favorite movies. Also about movie too. I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> yeah, you just like these great movies. No, um, I love Midsommar. That's one of my top. That's one of my top like ten. Yeah, and I don't even think it's that scary. I just think it's a good. It's an interesting, you know, character study. It's good. Um, nope, I really love. Um, oh, I think I that's that's that. a horror movie. Um, I would oh. actually pair that with Nope and Signs together, and you could even put like War of the Worlds in the same, where it's like kind of the alien sort of. What does it mean? See, I'm ready for aliens because I'm gonna just tell them, look, I'm ready. Like, you keep me, I'll be your liaison, and I'll help you like communicate with the humans. But signs, I will never forget how scared I was in the movie theater when they were like at that little birthday party. Yeah, and the, yeah. And the that, that's... Walked out. Oh my god! Our our so... friend and, and former roommate Christian Shelton does the like kids' voice from that scene so well. <laughs> <laughs> like he goes, "It's behind." <laughs> so he does it. I'm not going to do it because I'd yell and scare everyone in my house, but. That's oh really funny. That's so funny. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a horror oh, movie. I like, guess right. Get Out is a horror movie. Yeah, I have Get Out and Us on here, kind of like neck and neck with each other. So you just love Jordan Peele. Just say it if you love Jordan Peele. Oh, I, oh absolutely. absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, he's great. He's great. I, yeah, Get Out was good. That one definitely, like... Could be real, like obviously not the like brain switching stuff, but <laughs> which isn't spoiler. But if you haven't seen it by now, you're racist and you should have seen it. But <laughs> it, yeah, that one just seemed like the the themes of it were just seemed so close to home and real. Yeah, this is like what I dealt with. So, yeah, yeah, I really loved the the storytelling of it, and that was one of the best experiences uh, seeing that in the theaters. Like the way that everyone was like reacting to it is so much fun. Um, I don't often see like packed theaters like that um, because I don't go to see horror movies, you know, opening night or in the theaters very often. So, because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if they just make like, I'm like, at some point, like a, a final thought or more or less, it's like, mm-hmm. what if they made horror movies? It's just like normal things that we deal with. Like, <laughs> it's like a movie where like a guy in the beginning, he like has his house and his family and everything, and he just loses, he gets laid off and this becomes homeless <laughs> that's like the horror movie it's like just he's he's just struggling for food and his family's leaving him and his kids get in the foster system and he gets on drugs and it's just scary because he's like this would happen to me like wouldn't yeah. that technically be like a horror movie yeah it could yeah definitely. we have like real life horrors like we don't have to it seems silly that you know back in sure at some point there was like ways of being colorful to explain grief and trauma and abuse and violence but it's like we don't need to sugarcoat shit anymore we could be pretty on the nose now there's things going on in real in our everyday life that is just as scary as a fucking jason Voorhees. well even like before get out um you know the original night of the living dead was kind of in a way talking about racism because you know it, the lead character is black and at the end he has to fight off the the white people. That they are, kill him, I think, don't they? I think they do. Yeah, I haven't. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm pretty sure they they kill him. Um, yeah, that fucked me up once again. My mom and dad shouldn't have thought about letting me watch that because as a little kid, I'm just like, 
Yeah. I learned right. I learned right then and there. I'm not gonna use my smarts to save y'all ass because they ain't gonna but kill me in the end anyway. I'm like, Fair I'm enough. Get out of town. I'm out. Oh, you know what's another good one is uh, a quiet place. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I just liked it because like John Krasinski pulled that one out of his out of the bag. Like yeah. him and his and and Mrs. Krasinski. Uh, <laughs> but uh, him and yeah, him and Emily Blunt. Yeah, he's Mr. Blunt. Mr. John he Blunt. Is Mr. Blunt. Blunt. <laughs> um they no, that movie was just so good because how it utilized sound yeah. and the actual uh actors who were hearing impaired. Right. And it's just like it was just it was cool. That totally. shit was freaky. I'd be dead in a minute, though. Oh, they would have got yeah. my ass. Who, would, who would you be? Who would you be in a, in a horror movie? Because I feel like I'd would, be dead. The first they would hear dead. my eyes blink. <laughs> um, <laughs> they would. They'd hear my stomach grumble because, like, I gotta. I ate some cheese next day. They would but, hear my my chair <laughs> creak. <laughs> yeah, they hear your chair creaking in five fucking seconds and kill your ass. I would say if I was in a horror movie, would you survive oh, to the end? I would do like it because it is scary, but like that's all that's a good one. And that movie scared me too, because it's like you can't trust your you can't trust your thoughts. It's like your thoughts, yeah. But see, I thought, well, I could think I could survive that. Because he like he like fed off the fear. And after a while to be like, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you do your thing, but I'm gonna you won't have to leave. I'll be scared for a little bit just to make him happy, but then I'll be like, okay, go away now, Pennywise. He'd be like, you get mad, or I would pretend like I'm scared, like I have someone to talk to and like hang out with him for a little bit, and then like, be like okay, goodbye. But <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that world I could probably survive in because you also just have to leave Dairy or whatever. What? This town? You just have to leave that oh, town? Oh yeah. So well, like, yes, kids. until the end, the ending. Did he leave? Well, is it, you know how something happens? I, I forget that ending of that movie, but like, the, there's two parts and they have to come back to the town. Yeah, but they come back to the town. They end it. Oh, right. So because it doesn't he's, get, he's, get any other kids or old people. He's killing, yeah, he's killing new people. But, yeah. Right. I couldn't do Jason Voorhees and all of that. Hell no. Yeah, I'd be dead pretty quick. I'm not very survivalistic. How about you? Yeah, I'm pretty what sure I would be the movie? first person to die. Although, you know, I, we do have a good sense of humor, like you said earlier. So, you know. Yeah, maybe. that's true. And we have good instincts about being like, what we're not going to do in a horror movie. <laughs> like, this is bad. Okay. I'm like... not going <laughs> anywhere <laughs> outside. Like, I'm not going into any basements. I'm not going into any attics. So I think I would survive for a decent yeah. amount of time. And I would Basement? trust whoever tells me what's going on right away. If they tell me there's ghosts in this house, you got it. I'm not going in. Exactly. I'm doing yeah. seance and we're ending this shit right now. Yeah. Look, I, I won't do woods, basements, factories, abandoned buildings, old schools, yeah. old malls, like ch- churches, like abandoned churches, none of that shit. But so, yeah, we, we do have a good sense of humor, so maybe we would survive. I, okay, this is bad, but I'm going to say it. You didn't say it. I was going to say this earlier. But we're like Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, Scooby, Scooby was a black guy. Like, I'm sorry, Scooby was black. They just they just were they were in a time where they didn't want to make a black character, so they made him a talking dog. But because <laughs> trust me, every time they wanted to make a black character, but they didn't want to make a black character, they made it a talking dog. If I'm wrong, tell me why Goofy exists. Uh <laughs> they black. I mean Goofy but is yeah. technically black. 
Yeah, he's like black, right? So yeah, yeah, I, yeah the like, like literally the, the color of the dog character. Oh my god, that's all I'm just trying to say. Also, have you seen the Goofy movie Powerline? Come on. Yeah, that was yeah. They need rose, but yeah, I think we're Shaggy and Scooby, so we would definitely be scared, but we would get the fuck up out of there. Yeah, yeah. And five food. You would you would jump into my arms, and I would jump into your arms. <laughs> Separate occasions. Oh, they like jumping arms at the same time. They're just like floating. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, happy Halloween, Mike. Glad we got. Yeah. To so, do how this. should I end this? Should I should I call the spirits? Should I do the hand? I don't know, man. You have to you have to stay over there by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> to all the listeners, I'm holding the hand right now. Talk to me. Ugh. Let me in. Okay, just kidding. Just the fact that we were having technical difficulties earlier alone makes me. Uh, <laughs> They're here a now. Little, Enjoy them. Enjoy the experience. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Man Bright World. If you like what you heard, please like the show and give us a five star review. And subscribe for more content. Thanks. I kind of I kind of winged it. I, I changed it at the end, but. Good job. You're welcome.